Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This is Patrick here, your friendly neighborhood GM. And if you haven't noticed, we've done away with these pre-episode intros this season for the most part and get right into things. But yeah, we typically come on and before the episodes, we used to you know, sell you on supporting us on Patreon or checking out our other podcasts like Dead Men Roll No Crits or telling you to buy our merch or what have you. But our loyal fans out there, our ride or die fans, are already doing that and more. So we've we've mostly just done that on social media now. But for the next few months, we are going to have some announcements here at the top of the Cosmic Crit episodes as we are going into convention season. And that is right. I am here and I'm very happy to officially announce the dates for CritterCon 5. Mark your calendars for the weekend of Friday, April 29th through Sunday, May 1st, 2022, online only and exclusively for the benefit of our partner charity, Doctors Without Borders. Uh, this year, I'm, I'm super excited because we are running two uh, specials officially. Both the Pathfinder and Starfinder portions of the 3-99 special, to be exact. And for, for our new fans, this is a charity convention that is officially sanctioned by Paizo as part of the organized play for society games that you can play online but is not just for uh, our Crittermanders those listening to us, you'll, you'll see Paizo fans from all over the world who come out and play and help us raise money during the course of gameplay this is one of the only places you can do this but you can donate money to the charity to add boosts to your roles or to re-roll D20s altogether. So you have some superpowers in helping out the charity and getting great roles for your characters. The main information that I have this week is to put out a call right now for our amazing GMs out there to come in and volunteer for this convention. If you're interested in game mastering a table or two, doing the specials we we love getting help with those the deadline to receive support for those scenarios that uh, you want to offer is march 29th so three weeks from when this episode drops get those scenarios in list them out and if you commit to run those tables and help us raise money for our charity uh you're going to get those for free from our official partner paizo but you have to do that before March 29th, so uh, figure out what you want to do right now and let us know. If you have any questions, join us in our Discord and tag Adventure Agent or myself, and we'll try to get your answers uh, to your questions. Uh, players, we will have signups for Games Go Live, most likely at the beginning of April. So we're going to have another announcement for that in the coming weeks. So... In the meantime, just go ahead and follow us on social media, or if you haven't joined uh, our Discord, do that now, and you'll know the minute it goes live, so you can get all the tables that you want. 
one last note before we get to these we this week's episode here uh with this being our fifth charity convention i just want to say that i am blown away that year after year you guys have donated not just your money but your time as well to helping us make this a success uh, doctors without borders is a an amazing charity who seemed to be more needed with each passing year of pandemics and what have you uh, to date we as a community have raised over sixteen thousand dollars for them so i'm very excited to continue to grow that year after year and i want to say thank you if you've ever been a part of these conventions before i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart as i said we are going to have some more announcements in these coming months here at the beginning of the episode but that is all the news that i have right now to read on the podcast so let's get back into it let's dive back into this week's episode in the snowy slopes of jetterat on this week's episode number 212, which we are calling Just, Just Shoot, Shoot Me. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Strap into a rocket ship and blast off into the cosmos with cosmic rays and pretty days on this week's Baxter Building Bounding episode of the Fantastic Crit 4. This is your GM Patrick here, your genetic mutation caused by space clouds. And joining me and using the spoils of Latveria to fund space research are my fantastic five friends and your players. Across a digital table for me, a technomancer with a metal mask made of magic. It's Miles playing Remy Von Doom. Good evening. On my right, he'll bubble up behind his armor but you won't catch him turning invisible in a fight. It's Tyler playing Edra Storm. Hey, Patrick. To his left, turn three, and she's ready to get her flame on in a 15-foot radius. It's Rebecca playing Johnny Alindra. Hello. To my left, Grafer on his temples. He can uh, stretch out some buffs to his team like Silly Putty. It's Drew playing Knack Richards. Fantastic crit four? Does that work? It's fine. And finally, to his left, the ugly tank on two legs that uh, <laughs> only a sightless goblin could love. It's Jabert as the thing called Andis 148. Oh, wow. I was, just, I was just watching something the other day about how everyone just dunked on the thing all the time. <laughs> what an ugly, rocky, <laughs> no one could love. No one could yeah. love this Except monstrous. Except for Alicia dude. Masters. <laughs> I'm no. pretty sure he also who had was, a, who, he had who a, was blind. <laughs> he had a crummy personality too. He was like, <laughs> he was like a guy from uh, Queens, you know. Well, yeah, hey, he also oh. had, he had a blind girlfriend. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's got that going for him too. <laughs> Although it doesn't matter like in, in any of the movies, whether it be because you know the thing supposed to be crazy ugly. Deadpool it's supposed to be, rocks, supposed to be crazy ugly, and <laughs> right, yeah, in the weird like mountains are ugly, but like <laughs> yeah, right. It's like and then you see him in movies, and you're like, oh, they're fine. It's they're fine. It's fine. Like, I mean, no, Deadpool, I mean even in the Deadpool comics, cast fine. Ryan Ryan Reynolds. You put it. You you can't put enough messed up makeup on Ryan Reynolds to still make that dude unattractive. I was about to I'm say, sorry. Yeah. No, no matter what, he can he I can mean, have. But having read the comics, it's not different in terms of like what his face looks like. 
You just I know, know that's but Ryan Reynolds. There are just lines. There are just specific lines from people that are just like, oh, you know, and oh, so he has good bone structure. Who gives it crap? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that started that conversation going. The uh, ugly Ben Grimm. I'm so sorry. Uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, Ben, we're coming for you. We don't yeah, like you anymore. You ugly. I don't like the Fantastic Four. Are you oh, Josh wow. Trank? Because he didn't seem to like them very much either. <laughs> <laughs> he, he liked it more than the last person that did it did. We will see a, a third incarnation in as many decades. In the MCU, yeah. Uh, shortly, but before then, let's talk about what happened last time on A Cosmic Crit. You guys explored, continued exploring the spiraling tower of Jeterat and excised some X something. Let's talk about exactly what happened. In continuing your exploration, you started off finishing a fight with a rogue robotic drone. Looking over its remains, you found uh, what level of hail cannon drew? Level. Well, do, when you say level, do you mean like the <laughs> what's the item? name of it? Oh, it's a uh, a z- zero pulse hail cannon. <laughs> So it's a, a chilly hail cannon. Oh, we're starting off with a hail. It's absolute zero. The coldest of gold. Oh, Even zero though is in the name. Yeah, you were close. I think there's a lot. I actually wrote that close. down. I wrote uh, very little down, but I did write that one down. Continuing, it's level 13. Continuing down another level of the tower, you saw what looked like some kind of computer's room with dozens of stations, all of which had what kind of fitness equipment attached to them? Miles. Treadmills? Treadmills, yes. Correct. Treadmills. Good. (laughs) 400 (laughs) points to Gryffindork. From the ceiling shadows, a number of undead bantrids attacked you all, their long tendrils stripping the flesh from your bodies. What were these creatures called, Rebecca? I almost gave it away in in the intro. I was like, wait a minute, this is a trivia question. Zombie bantrids? No, they're exacates. Exacates. Jabert, as you were fighting back these, Knack discovered that they had a kind of defensive healing feature that was suppressed by fire. What was that defensive feature's name? Are you asking me what regeneration is? It's regeneration. Okay, yeah. thank goodness. <laughs> and I mean, that, that's the problem is like he'll ask a simple question. So sorry. Uh, question like, can't is be, it that easy? Can't be this. It's I, like, it's I, like I, what did what did this monster hit to I'm deal with damage to Alindra? Are you, you want AC? You want I'm armor class? to match these two, like the commitment of nip taking yeah. that you've had. I appreciate it. Uh, I last, do appreciate it because this, this is right up my alley. <laughs> last but not least beaten and bruised after a spear of fates uh, once more craps out on dross andis crit the the last creatures to death and saved all of your lives my question for tyler is what is your favorite outdoor activity or pastime um i mean it would just be Outdoor activity or pastime is just going to be hiking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've recently got gotten into taking my my baby hiking, mm-hmm. so I have like a little off road stroller for those paths. But for like crazier paths, I bought like a little 
carry wait, backpack wait, thing. Tyler, what's an off-road stroller like? <laughs> it's got monster trucks. Oh, so listen, to, listen to the guy yeah, who I mean, doesn't have a child and doesn't know that there are different <laughs> kinds of strollers. <laughs> no, absolutely not, because I'm selfish and yeah. I don't want kids. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, I, in my mind, it's all camouflage. It's yeah, is, it, is, it like a, is, it, is it like the mountain bike of strollers? No, like, I mean, sort of, yes. Yeah. So, like, I'm there, there joking, are, there, but I'm also kind of curious. Okay, like, what is, so what there is are strollers that have solid plastic wheels, and those are typically the low end strollers and they're okay. going to be very small wheels and they're going to be plastic and they're they're not going to go over much well you're not going to want to go muddy affordable there are jogging strollers which are strollers that are meant those are actually inflatable tires so those are actually you have to pump them up with air and they're typically right. going to be treaded for maybe some water but to be on concrete mm-hmm. and then there are like the strollers I have, which are going to be bigger wheels, the they're going to be a little bit higher off the ground, and the wheels are actually going to be treaded for like dirt and stuff. So you have like the monster jam of I have like a strollers. monster jam stroller. Yeah. I, I have the type of stroller that if uh I was hiking and I and and all the safety equipment failed and it took off down the mountain, it would do just fine. Yeah, it's I the mean, one is the one that's uh it's the one that like strollers. Just do you, saying. Do you remember that's like wild? The, do they really? Yeah, that's the stroller I have. Yeah. Do you remember the uh, the the RC car that uh, the the radio controlled car that like you could run it into stuff and it would flip over and it was just yeah. the same car yeah. on the other side? It's that. Sometimes she's right side up. Sometimes she's upside down. Ah, she never knows. It just depends. But yeah, yeah she so, doesn't care. I just <laughs> I know, no, she she uh, doesn't matter. But I've been having a lot of fun Mara's on doing the that. Edge. So holding on like a little Grogu like (laughs) exactly exactly so why have you forsaken me been uh, been doing a few trails yeah I posted a couple pictures in discord we started with a one word answer and uh, hiking was it Uh, hiking is incorrect it's playing Ah. tabletop role-playing games just outside (laughs) oh correct answer but uh, I'll make a note I honestly would have guessed barbecuing but um (laughs) Uh, yeah, definitely. I was gonna say the same thing. I would have that would have been my well because I know Tyler likes to to smoke meats and stuff like that. So I I figured it'd be barbecuing. True. That's true. It's I just haven't done. It's hiking while barbecuing in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because in in both of these pictures that Drew sent me, the mom is uh, lording over the stroller. So I assume. I mean, that's, that's, that's not how that's not that's, how it works in this house. I mean, that's pretty common for all stroller ads because well, that's a whole conversation we're gonna dad. get into, but. Yeah, I don't think men walk. I've never seen a man walk before, especially they don't. Especially pushing. I walk every day. Nah, that's a that's fake. No boon, no curse this week, you guys. Again, uh, I'm really trying to either make them super easy or all super hard because I want one of those two things to happen. We'll get back to it. It just it, yeah. just it just sucks that I really realized that we have a loot pile section that I could have just clicked on real fast and seen it, but I didn't. I kept it. That's what you were doing, no, Drew. You could have cheated. That you are correct. I kept it honest, Patrick, and I. I, I hope that that counts for something. <laughs> Could have destroyed the integrity of our trivia game. Yeah, you know what? Let's go ahead and just give you that curse because Drew could have cheated. <laughs> uh, no, let's go ahead and get into this episode. You guys, we're, we're starting off just at the end of the combat as you have put the final fire damage on these undead bantrids. Make sure they are not coming back up for that to be continued lunge at the the camera <laughs> the the final stinger jump scare i just want 
Scream. Not in my movie. <laughs> Not today. What would you guys like to do? Get back into it. Because we, we, we just entered this place, right? Yeah, we yeah, have I need to you. take a 10 minute rest if possible. That would be great. <laughs> Start with a, mm. a, a rest. Does anybody else need to? Uh, anyone else get real hurt by oh, those things? Yeah, Knack, no. is, uh, Knack is into some heavy HP damage. Oh, so. Yeah, one of them really focused in on Knack. <laughs> I wonder why. So Knack's going to take at least, uh, uh, at least a 10 minute. Does anybody have any like uh, special healing they can do? Any HP stuff? I think I got a serum I can give you. I mean, I have serums. I just. I know that like some some mm. folks have like spells. I can well, only heal myself. Sorry. Yeah. Wait a minute. Mission. I have that whole thing where I can heal people as if they were constructs. <sighs> it's once a day. Mending. I can't remember what it's actually or make called. Hole. I think it's make hole. Well, those are healing constructs. But no, so the the, the one I have is that you have be- a hack that allows you. Yes, to do that well. and, and basically. I think it's brain hacker. Yeah. Uh, living brains are merely a type of organic computer, and you've learned to hack them as easily as you would an artificial mind for the purpose of determining the effects of a detectment of skills. You treat all living creatures as if they were blah, blah. That's not the right one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this, spell, this ability allows you to heal living creatures with spells like mending and make whole as if they were constructs. So I can heal Knack. Well, it, it, it very... Very pointedly, it says here, you treat all living creatures with an intelligence score of 12 or higher. <laughs> so maybe oh, not no. the, the whole party, but <laughs> oh, the neck, no. right? Oh, Dude, no. I feel so called out. I feel so called out. <laughs> all right, so so Edgeross is definitely not in that group. Knack, uh, I assume, has more than 12? Oh, yeah, Knack's Nack, good. You go okay. work on Edros's brain, and it's like a speaking spell. It's like a light break. It's a light break. Oh, no. You uh, can make half with Edros. Yeah. <laughs> that's rude. That was rude. Um, I was going to say... I mean, it's, I was, only, it's only 1d4 hit points, Drew. I mean, are you in a hit point oh, damage? No, I'm just going to have to get all hopped up on serum then. No, hopped up. So before I uh, update my SP, do we have time to m- take a ten minute? Yeah, yeah. It's not going to get interrupted or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. We're, we're doing it in real time. This is a real time ten minute break. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking so long. Oh, great. So, no. so while 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 they're doing their their resting, can can Raimi walk around and kind of look around? Yeah, start poking at stuff and yeah. Yeah, open if, some if things up. If we have to fight another Raimi clone because Knack needed a 10, I'm going to be so mad. Well, I mean, that's on Knack, but like... Uh, go ahead and let's see here. You, you see some some other things besides these computer stations as you take a, a look further in, Raimi. Mm-hmm. Um, what, it's like a kind of a cube-like metal structure, maybe like every five workstations. So there's, you know, there, there are less of these, these right here? things. Are they on the map? Yeah, mm, uh, I don't know, they all look like workstations to me. But, <laughs> yeah, they do. But between some of them, uh, give me an engineering check. Okay. And uh, tell you what you can figure out about this. Oh, 26. Oh, no. Oh, wait, no, it's DC 26. <laughs> you rolled the natural two, so I was like, oh, that can't be a success. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have to, like, look inside and, and see there's some straps in there. It seems like this is a restraint th- box of some kind. It looks like something Ooh. somebody is, like, strapped in here. And, well, that sounds fun. 
Well, I think if, if you, you point this out to your friends, Knack would be able to, to tell as a, another small creature that indeed these were tailored to a single species physique, that of the, the Bantrids, perhaps as some kind of work punishment box. It seemed to uh, be sized to where it would lock in their, their foot orb and make it so they couldn't spin. Yes, their forb. Yep. They're, they're Forbes, fam- fam- famously written about in Forbes magazine. <laughs> Forbes. There are some computers here. Do you want to try and uh, to hack into them? These look a lot. Yeah, sure. Less involved than the one at the top of the tower. A lot easier. Right. Yeah, I think I think I think you might even be able to roll one and still get this. Actually, I so. mean, it's possible. But roll one. I'll, I'll tell you what you get. All right, computer. 31. Yeah, well, close enough to a one. I know. <laughs> Miles is at a two and a three so far in this week's episode. That <laughs> is still passing. <laughs> that is enough to yeah hack into these outer rings and, and find that they are full of very tedious data entry, you know, spreadsheets, things like that, that seem to be accessing and analyzing massive fields of, of non-sensitive data. Why are you encouraging me to do boring stuff? I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, so you should sorry. be. You should be. Yeah, yeah. So mostly clerical work. And there's, you know, dozens of them in this room. So it kind of makes sense. They don't really require a lot of security on, on these computers. But I will, I'll take that as the, well, a, a, as you go and look inside, I'll want make you have another computer check here. Because the, the inner ring does have a little bit more... Security. security on them. It is a, right. a little higher tech than the outer ring. Is that 35? That is exactly what you need here. These right. are tier five computers, so DC 35. And yeah, the, the ones towards the middle of the room near the inactive elevator have more technical schematics for what seems to be a large, a massive scale ship called the World Seed. Most of them oh. are like various, like non-critical technical schematics, you know, like uh, interior kind of bulkhead things. But indeed, there are some some reports here and discussions of this project that you can can compound with the stuff you pulled out of the other Civian research base that you guys have, have found here on on Jetterat. But in addition to that, you find another piece of Ophi's corrupted passcode you already found one of them second of three right correct i will pull that over here do you you see on the map in the lower left hand corner the first one here is yeah this is called labor loop sequence it is number two oh i'm big enough so you can so you can see yeah there's there's like three characters on it a couple of them look like orbs and maybe the third one what do we call that one? I forget. Harry boob. boob? Yeah, yeah I think didn't we call it a boob. <laughs> I forget exactly our, our terms, but <laughs> there, there are the two. This also looks like boobs. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a well, it's a it's a circular. Uh, no, it's it's a boob based language. I get it. And yeah, as 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 you're looking around and everyone's resting, you find maybe behind one of these punishment boxes looks to be. A underneath a a perished 
bantered corpse that did not <laughs> turn undead. A, a, a device of some sort. It looks like a, a weapon. And if you, I think it is a powered weapon as you um, can charge it up and, and give it a few swings, you also notice it has magical fusions kind of inscribed into its its hilt. This is the equivalent of an elite electro flail, but it also has merciful and ominous fusions on it. Well, so this is a it's a melee weapon, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to want to give that to a Linder to study. <laughs> she seems to be on the up and up on that aspect of things. How would I do that? I give it to you. Is it hey. physical science? You can you can swing it around if you you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you I can also I, I'll tell you, her everything uh, that I can figure out about it. But I, I just, I, Ramy is not a a melee guy. So the mm-hmm. the the one person that he knows as a an incredible like melee warrior is Alindra. So that would be his 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 first. Well, person thank you. <laughs> I, I'm sure that Andis and Adras don't feel so great right now. Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean that that's fine, but like, <laughs> especially because Alindra has, you know, that whole solar weapon that she uses his, all the time. His experience with <laughs> melee stuff is watching Alindra go ham. So, I mean, that's that's what he's, he's like. Alindra? Well, Alindra's middle name is the melee one. So it's right. fair. So yeah. it's totally yeah. fair. He, he's Raimi's going to give this to Alindra to like check out. It is a two foot long hafted weapon that has a uh, floating rigid ball on the end and as you turn it on activate it it crackles with electricity can we refer to that as a floating orb on the end nope very specifically it says rigid ball this is from the armory starfinder armory um you said it, it's a elite elite yes it has no charge left like as soon as you un uncharge it for for a moment it kind of peters out so you will have to replace the 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 battery but besides that thing is is an advanced melee weapon what was it called elite electro flail electro this will not come up in any form of trivia so don't even bother writing it down i'm sick of asking about just stuff i gave you Mark my words. You can write Too this bad. down. I already wrote it down. No, write this no, down. I'm, I'm going to mark three your words. <laughs> Next week, Patrick's asked, Patrick asked the question, what did I say I was not going to ask you a question about? <laughs> I definitely won't also do that one. Right. So that is that is mostly it here after hacking into a couple computers, digging around the, the corpses here. The only other thing we've got is a, another door leading south and leading to another ring going around the exterior of this tower. Does Good anybody job, want this, this weapon? Uh, or... Uh, I mean, is it... 5d8 and 7d6 are like really close to being the same in terms of usefulness. But it's electrical damage versus my fire damage. So, I mean, a draw can hold on to it for now. Jabert, you are from you're always going to use your experimental weapon, right? I have a magical weapon. I mean, no, it's it's my my fit. I have a hand. Yeah. Yeah, so you're never this isn't useless to you, right? I don't know what that is. 
Well, and Alindra obviously doesn't it's need a, it because of the solar weapons. It's a two-foot-long so. half with a, a floating rigid ball. I see it has some sort of a rigid orb on the end here. No! No! <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the manufacturer actually issued a statement saying we're specifically not allowed to call it an Ooh. Oh yes, it says it says it right here on the on the end, and I, I sort of no. pointed like the pommel of it. It says yeah. this is this is a different this is a ball, not an orb. A, it's a like one of those tags ball. that they put on the mattresses. A, a different well, yeah, manufacturer has the the trademark to the term orb when it applies to Dang weapons. It. So Drew made the joke. I was cutting in to say this is the the Walmart version. <laughs> Doctor right, Orb, apply the rigid ball to your opponent's face <laughs> for maximum efficiency. What would you guys like to do next? Here, Are you ready to head on out? Yeah, still seems like there's a, a piece of this code that you're missing. I mean, let's go. I, I would assume it's not in this room. Yeah, well, that no, seems like a so. personal problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening up this this next door, you see once more the a smooth spiraling metal ramp lowering down all the way around the the thickest part of this tower towards its base and as you begin to wind down this ramp every like 20 30 feet or so there is what looks like a metal chute that seems to lead inside the building really too small to allow entry it's kind of i mean maybe a small creature could like completely jam themselves down there but a laundry chute doesn't seem like a a door i I do have uh, a robo akata toy that i could send down there you know who i have someone that has not been seen this season yet is it but has been on my belt the whole time (laughs) is zodi oh no zodi with me (laughs) <laughs> send her down the I sheet. even I even bought a like little leash for her so <laughs> she's like legit with me now amazing good on you Rebecca I did I didn't see that in your character sheet I wasn't prepared it's uh, there, it's there. I love it I love it I love it so much I wasn't prepared uh why don't you guys make me a perception check as you're you're investigating these and, and walking down and play with you sleep Lindra sees all. Because I've got Zodi. Yeah, I've got Zodi helping me out. <laughs> at least somebody got a good one there. Golly. I was about to say, apparently not. <laughs> and, oh yeah, Neck. Neck had a chance, but you've rolled a three here. And as you're you're winding down the ramp and uh, maybe taking a look in some of these shoots, it just seems to be like, indeed, just a like a hole leading down or kind of towards the the center of of the building maybe through some some pipes or other segments but yeah as you're walking through the the next floor section of the ramp seems to oscillate maybe shimmer as you move towards it in front of one of these chutes and it all of a sudden just kind of like as a wave moves along the ground and over to you guys i think this is only targets a single person this trap that we have failed to, to locate. Does anybody want to be the target of the trap? I mean, it's not like a, a good thing, but sometimes it's fun. Yeah, sure. Knock it. Idros is that's what he does. Does anybody else want to? Drew looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all hopped up on serum. I mean, let's let's just uh, let's make it interesting. Uh Idros always takes the takes the lightning bolts straight to the tail tip so 
we could half it. I do have a metal yeah. We can half it. And maybe if one yeah. of us does really bad, we can... Wait, no. We have to decide beforehand if we no. want to use the other person's... Saving throw. Saving throw. What's your reflex? Really bad. <gasps> oh, I've got 17. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. You and me. Team. Team step in the trap. I don't know why you guys would... <laughs> team step in trap. <laughs> give me all that information. Just a simple yes or no would have sufficed. Uh, it's obviously going to affect Knack or Raimi. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, I didn't ask this in any, like, official manner. <laughs> uh, oh. Let's let's roll between those two. <laughs> See, Drew, Drew, it's Knack. Of course, it's Knack. Drew, you're, you're as, as it should be. Drone right down that chute. <laughs> Unfortunately, the chute comes back at you, and this what looks like a silvery sheen on the ramp coats your armor and begins, I believe, to vibrationally perhaps shake you, shake you to your core. And all of a sudden you see bits and pieces of, of your outer armor kind of melting away. Go ahead. Oh boy. Is there any save for this? You are, well, you're unentangled, unable to move. And on your turn here, I'm going to do some, some damage to you. Uh, you can try to make an acrobatics check to escape this, to kind of shake off whatever this is. Uh oh. Is it my turn now? <laughs> yeah. All right, hang on. I gotta look something up. But it is. It's gonna be acid damage that that occurs. It is 18 points of acid damage. Okay. So I was hoping that Moxie was going to give me some bonus here, but that's to tumble <laughs> through the space. No, but you also get an fortitude save against it. So that's nice. Oh, good. All right. So shall I roll the fort first or the acrobatics first? Whatever you want to do, Drew. Come on. Let's get, let's get them rolls going. All right. Ah, natural two. Eel jacket. Get to All re-roll right. it. Let's go. Please be another two. That's better. It's not hey. great, but. No, you did a lot better. That is actually the DC for, for half damage. So you're only taking nine acid damage. Make me an acrobatics check. You can try and shimmy, shimmy and shake. It's a 32 for acrobatics. Believe it or not, that is going to be enough to to escape this. And I think it's going to it's going to go to somebody else. But if you everyone else has an action on this turn, it doesn't really seem to be a corporeal thing that you can like attack. It just does anybody want to make a roll to try uh, and figure out what this is. Or? I'm sorry, Patrick, was that nine and points of damage? Them? Nine points, half of 18. What was that, Miles? Can I roll mysticism to see what it is? Yeah, go right ahead. All right. It's a 30. Ooh, there is something you're pretty sure magical about it, but you're not exactly sure what this is, what exactly it is. Can I stay away from it then? (laughs) (laughs) If you want to run away, I will allow it. All right. (laughs) Ravy's like, I don't know what this is, but I don't like it. Can I identify the the physical makeup of the stuff, the silvery stuff? This will be other other than uh, magic roll, maybe engineering. Oh, all I have is physical mm. science. I'll take a look at it. This looks like some sort of electric ghost. Thirty one. Ooh, yeah, I it's think- some sort of an electricity. 
or some sort of a, a technology. I think that is an, enough to know not exactly what it is, but f- from looking at it, you can tell there's bits of it. There's it seems to have shown that it has come out of one of these these little metal doors, these chutes. Hmm. Perhaps we're looking at like a uh, the blob situation. It's uh, uh, just gooshing out from all the edges. Gooshing. Any any other actions before we go on to round two? Because I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna find a new target, or maybe just go right back to that. I'm going to step away from it. <laughs> If that's an action. <laughs> so. Well, Ramy try to run. We'll see if that does anything for him. Okay. I mean, do I get to run on the board? Like you run all you can run any direction you want, Miles. If you want to try and fly away, I'll allow it. I don't know if these things can fly, but it is going to uh, <laughs> uh, sense you perhaps figuring out a bit of, of what it is. Andis, and it's going to come uh, to your armor this round and sticks you into place as I guess it's kind of hard to describe without a, there's no picture here as the, the shimmering wave kind of travels across the ground, a uh, snack kind of jumps out of it. It just like surrounds you like a puddle and then just kind of moves up and you're, you're sparkly like a twilight vampire. And, <gasps> and then it starts to sparkly deconstruct your armor. Give me a fortitude save. Oh, it's one of those, uh, one of those technology spit out helmets oozes. Spit out helmets. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 <laughs> spit out helmets. Jasper, you? is that you? <laughs> that is a save. So also taking half a damage a little bit more this time. Jeez, that is you're not 19, kidding. <laughs> 19 acid. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you've uh, on your next turn here, you can try an acrobatics as well to get out of it. If you want to try um, something else, anybody can can throw something out here. We don't have like a sacrificial set of armor. We could try to throw at it, right? Seems just to want to eat armor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anybody got like a suit of armor they don't need? I mean, it, we haven't really killed anybody wearing armor in a while. Can, can I roll an engineering? Go right ahead. Now that you're out of this thing, you might be able to get a better look. 28. Mm. Nope, nope. Not not quite enough. Let me, let me, let, I mean, just on the off chance I roll like a 20 or something. I roll hey, 34. <laughs> oh man, look, you have a great engineering check. <laughs> Tyler, I, have an, I think with what they, I have an okay engineering. Let's not mince words. With what they've <laughs> figured out, uh, you can tell this is some kind of magical biomatter recycling uh, of some sort that has come out of this chute. Perhaps oh. it was delegated or, or, or you know kept behind that, but you're pretty sure the only way to to stop it from from splurting out would be to to run up and jam that panel shut to stop it from from spilling out over okay can i do so yeah make me another engineering check and might be a, a team effort if anybody wants to aid oh, oh there's no. the 20 I'll, I'll, I'll try to aid oh um, no you don't need to we got a natural nah, 20 from yeah. across yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that the spear of ages is good for one thing and it's just whacking panels on <laughs> on giant towers that... to be fair those panels are hard to miss <laughs> uh, that will why, why are you trying to get away from, from, from Tyler like give this to him 
it was a hard that DC. Ross impersonation was so good. <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> was, it, was it though? I think we all did. Uh, no, I, well, I wouldn't give that to him. <laughs> make him work for make him work I for lo- your. I, lo- for I, lo- your I, love, I love him to death, but like, was it though? <laughs> uh, I need to bring it down a little more. <laughs> Okay, I don't need your disturbed impression. Like this is like Drew as like a Muppet hardcore band. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm getting all flustered. Can you give me a fortitude save, Tyler? Because I think in closing this panel, the rest of them, you know, trying to maybe get back home will indeed try and crawl over your armor. But they they won't have enough backup to remain out here for long. A little more damage coming this time but once again you have saved and only 35 points of acid damage this time a little bit better average rolls than the previous two but as you slam that shut I don't know maybe you can hear some swirling sounds from from within the chute but that is enough to jam at home so they cannot come out any longer and uh the trap has been disabled. Nice. Hey, uh, bad news, everybody. I need to take a 10 minute rest. <laughs> Good news. You're in the new rogue. I, I, was, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, I was doing great until I took all that acid damage. It was, and I was like, ah, nope. I was going to try to squeak by with the uh, stamina I had, but now, uh-huh. now I'm lower than I wish I, w- I want to be. So, okay. So uh, taking a rest out here in the, the cold ramp and before you move if on, I can. Sure. Yeah. The, the, what would be the first thing that you saw in the tower as you continue on after that 10 minute rest is, you know, behind maybe some deep snow banks, but you see a large concrete launch pad set within the tower's base that is large enough to accommodate some spacecraft. There is a, an absence of ice and snow in one section that does, as you go in and investigate, Suggest it was is used fairly recently, maybe some scorch marks. And yeah, that is the the full base of the tower. You see what looks like the unusable elevator uh, thing here, as well as perhaps one of those similar teleportation tubes that you saw on the other Civian base. Each of those has a, a computer attached to them. The, the retractable metal door here to this cavernous chamber is, is opened, and that center platform along each of those tubes is a control pad. Can I check out the computer? Yeah. The, it, it, I mean, we won't need to make a roll really for this. You can tell the elevator is, is inoperable. It just probably wasn't meant to, to last that long. But the computer itself seems to be flashing that it is connected to the rest of the the systems in the the tower make me another computer's check all right 35 hey and that is gonna be enough to gain access to this and as soon as you do open it up it displays you know flashing across the the front here another string of symbols one of which is distorted and this is the third sequence of the code all right we can leave now right well uh, at this point i mean you've investigated this entire tower yeah it doesn't seem like there's wait wait have we really yeah i I think i've revealed most all the map here 
Can Knack roll a uh, just general perception check? You know, this is a little tower. JIC. Yeah, taking a look outside or here in this this giant empty room. It does seem as you're looking around, this is probably where those Sivian drones launched from. This this hangar bay. There's nothing here now though. But uh, give me give me a perception check. Twenty nine. Yeah, as, as you guys are are looking around here, perhaps buried under a little bit of snow in the back is a, a set of, of small lockers and in there is a belt-like item. So not not a footwear item, but a belt that operates and functions the same as a pair of grounding boots, also from the Starfinder Armory. And within some crates nearby, you guys also find uh, 60,000 UPBs. Hey! All just, right! Just a couple of UPBs. I mean, for Raimi and Nath, that's a little bit of small change, but like, it's still fun it's walking, ara- it's walking around money you walking got that right, going right. so gr- grounding boots for 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 the uninitiated uh do these just keep you like grounded <laughs> or this is the uninitiated you mean you, you, you right yes yes <laughs> i mean i'm talking for all of our listeners who don't know because listeners out there i obviously know but for our listeners who don't know what grounding <laughs> boots are maybe we right. uh we give an, an explanation you know they're pretty not, certainly not for me not for technological me logical items this one like i said though is a belt and it disperses electrical current into the ground you gain electricity resistance 15 as long as you're standing on any surface larger than you increase creatures adjacent to you gain electricity resistance five. Ooh. Nice. So I couldn't like stand on knack, for example. No, you could no, not as a large creature stand on stand on, on you. The knack could stand on <laughs> yeah, me and yeah. grab it. Yeah. I'd yeah. probably allow that. <laughs> yeah, it's a fairly expensive item here, but yeah, it's a level 15 item with a $105,000 purchase price. Goodness gracious. Just a little bit Throw of walking around money. Throw it in the fire. So yes. we'll, we'll figure out who, uh, who 105,000 credits. Uh, I mean, and if we uh, turn it down, we'll get 105 credits back. So that's just right. <laughs> that's the economy. I mean, that's how it works. Rainy would, live would, would uh, remind Knack that like we sneeze with that much money. Well, I mean, you guys are worth bajillions of yeah. Credits, but so like, none, none our of tissues are are more than this. I mean, you've, it's all tied up in, in stocks and, uh, and extremely and, and fungible sell tokens. All the stocks right and, now. And, and that just to prove a point. DFT is extremely fun, fungible. Oh, it looks it looks like your it looks like your stock uh, plummets because of the massive sale, and now you're penniless. Um, Neck Na- and Remy this is, this is agreed just to a do techno- a hard mode run this round so that we only use the credits that we picked up on the way instead of our- <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this is just a technological item, so it is not limited by the magical limit, correct? True, but if you're already wearing a belt, I don't think you can wear two belts. That's just that's Ooh, crazy. What are you, a pirate? That's for tomorrow. I not have gone to JC Penny before this round. <laughs> Got my belt. <laughs> Okay, anyway, cool. An extremely bored <laughs> cattywampus will, will come on comms. It's like, uh, oh, I can see you guys down there in the down in the hangar. Are you ready to go? We are. No. Bring it. Bring her around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear the the drift rider warming up, and a few minutes later, he can he can pick you up and 
head on back to New Horizons. That was a, an easy end when you start with the bottom of the tower. You don't Wait, to, really? You don't have to fight a quantum slime at the end of the, of the tower. Yeah, and once more, it's you know a victorious return coming back from this icy tower. It's another hero's welcome that you get. This one, mostly the same fanfare as before. Maybe less reporters, but still some some waiting for you to to come back. But now maybe more acclimated to the the cold weather, so they all got their hover heaters, puffy jackets, and, and things like that. Isabella Knotts will invite you once more up to her office, and Mister Handswaggle will be there. Some hot towels and water cubes, maybe finger foods or crudita. I thank you all so much. Thank you for for clearing yet another one of those those terrible ruins. This resort's opening this coming weekend would not have been possible without you all stepping out here to the outer rim and, and putting these ancient structures back to sleep. I forgot this was all about opening a resort. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it'd be about, Mr. 148. Uh, I'm so sorry, but it that just, just sort of seems like, like, like an overkill party well, for like, hey, let's well, so now, clear now I feel like we need some like, some like Kenny Loggins like, like rearing us in, you know? <laughs> We have requested and we have been assured that our security complement from the pact firm will be here for the grand opening. So you don't need to to work security, but if you would like to come and and stay, I would love to invite you all as our featured guest. I'm sure a third ancient ruin won't pop up out of nowhere in in the meantime. That's a great point. You've jinxed it for sure. Now yeah, I have that's to stay. A, that's a, that sounds like my bath time. I thought the second one was a little crazy, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can Were you all stay through this weekend? Maybe sign some some data pads and, and meet some of your fans here during the opening. Right. I mean, that's up to Alindra. She's our star. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's her call. Remy, it'll be good publicity. Like, I need to kind of get you on board here. Again, it's her call. I'm willing to hang out for a few days. I've been uh, trying to decipher this code that we uh, may have found. I think I'm I'm making some headway. You heard she would have loved nothing more to, to to hang out and sign autographs for fans. So we'll we'll be here. I'll be in the library drinking tea again. <laughs> Oh, thank goodness. And uh, Andis just collapses out of this uh, this huge tank of body armor and is just absolutely drenched in sweat. <laughs> Do androids sweat? Oh, this one does. <laughs> this one Androids glistens. If they don't dream of Voluminously. If they, if they don't, the android antiperspirant market is about to crash hard. Wait a minute, yeah. guys. I don't think we need this at all. I think they've been lying to us. <laughs> Android perspirant sounds like an add-on that they would willingly buy in order to fit in. Yeah, it goes, it goes in your it goes in your upgrade slot. Yeah, I like to think <laughs> that <laughs> your armpit. I like to think that Andis 148's armor has a a special like drain at the bottom of the feet because like you know the armor doesn't open up all the way towards the feet, so it pool all the like sweat pools in the actual feet of the armor so he's got like little it's dreams. it's less glamorous than that it's just like a still suit from like dune you have to drink I, I like, it later i like to think of it more like, like a ah. trumpet where you hit that little nozzle and it just kind of shakes out <laughs> i would 
was about to say the same thing. I played the trumpet in sixth grade, so you know I know. Kind of Wampus comes up to the back of, of Andis's. Uh, How much sweat was in your trumpet? <laughs> you're you're like a water heater. There's that little you know thing you're not supposed to cap, and he just like turns a knob and goes <laughs> right right needs a fan in the office. She's like, oh oh man, oh you really could have exactly. waited until you got back to your room for that one. Yeah. Maybe something in the back of your mind, Edros, is a little uneasy because you guys did know that this this tower was communicating. It was beaming a coded message, and you're pretty sure straight into Leavara's moon of Hib. But you know, vacations don't come along <laughs> too often, and she's specifically requesting it. Are, are you okay, Edros? Stand longer uh yeah yeah no Edros is uh i mean considering we didn't have too much trouble this can be a nice point of relaxation before having to uh go back to work well i was going to save this for the the opening ceremony but i just can't wait mr hanswagel please uh he brings over five platinum and black key cards on on silk lanyards Ooh. I want you all to have these lifetime passes to the hotel rooms and amenities here. We just want you to feel comfortable coming back whenever you want to get away from it all. You know, contact Mr. Hanswaggle here and he'll ensure that a room is ready for you anytime you want to take a, a vacation. I could live here now. Oh, that's oh, so, well, look that's at, so uh, very... Like, don't we own this place? Yeah, <laughs> this is this makes Nack want to do a sense motive. <laughs> Well, well, on no. the card. First first thing we've, we've talked about several times, you do not own it. You have a, a controlling interest in That's several the parts difference. of the planet. Yeah, but no, con- not controlling really. interest means they would want to give us, you know, rooms whenever we wanted to come. <laughs> Bill Gates just walks into a, a Microsoft store like, I'm taking all this stuff. <laughs> You I'm just for it. You just grabbing computers and pulling them out of the best way. I mean, Bill Gates would one hundred percent do that, and no one yeah. would stop him. Exactly. I agree. I'm with well, you on this. You would get fired because he How doesn't would you get fired from yourself. He doesn't own the company anymore. He has a controlling interest. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Sure Can you imagine works. being some uh, Best Buy store clerk and like pushing Bill Gates to the ground because he was trying to steal your Microsoft <laughs> Surface and crack that little soft man's wrists? <laughs> Put it down, Bill. <laughs> I don't care how much malaria you've cured. Prevention is a real here. problem here, William. <laughs> oh my Any, anyway, uh, these are for whenever you would like to come back and stay. And I've also transferred Never now. the extra 35K consultancy fee, the hazard pay from clearing out that northern tower. We could not have done it without you all. It's a, you know. Notice it's we a, all shut up when you say that. <laughs> it's an opening. You guys can stay and, and relax in these rooms, fully rest up. It I mean, is the last a, an time opening uh, for Remy and Nack stayed in this room, it's just relaxed. We got orbed. Oh, well, we'll we do that again. We, just because you said it. But, 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 How dare but. you? Remy would love a full night's sleep. Okay. Well, I, I as I was saying before, I was really interrupted. You get it. <laughs> you All get right. several of them in a row. And the opening of the, the resort is, you know, there's like banners and, and things like that, but it's, it's really nothing special. It is made much more memorable by the fact that 
people almost died in the ruins and then the saviors of people you mean us universe well no there's uh, people actually that could have been killed like the one that alindra uh, nearly cut up us Jeez. We got some real They're main character real energy going on over here. We 100% do. Remy, Remy calm, calm it down. Uh, in the, in the middle of a, a meet and greet here, though, you get a, a message from Jiskisk. So about a week later, a, a drift rider crew. Right, some checks mix. I, I hope your exploration of Generat is going well, but something has come up here on the packed worlds. If your exploration is done there and you're still interested in a mission, I would like to send you directly to Hib, a moon of Leavara. There's a, well, there's a situation there that requires Starfinder investigators. And who knows, maybe even an evacuation. Please hurry back if you are able. Evacuate an entire planet? That's crazy. That could never be done. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, I, I guess you just say no. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm referring to the, the book that you wrote, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> it says, like, nah, we're good, fam. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I can go, I guess, if... if yes, yeah, I, you've, yeah, you've, I you've got this one, Adros, right? You've got this one. <laughs> I mean, maybe... Adros's excellent adventure. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Wasn't Hib one of the moons that, that, that was referenced in the tower that just popped up? That was precisely what the message was being transmitted to. So I think that this might be related to what we've just found in the tower. <gasps> Gasp. That message that I've been deciphering while drinking mm. my green tea in the library. Uh, Have you come up for any better names for the symbols rather than the ones we came up off the top of our head last time? I have actually. It's A question mark, C A A A D question mark, D question mark, question mark, D. You've out theorized me by about 15 years and five seconds, so I applaud (laughs) applaud all your work. Is it it skedaddle? Down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, select, start. It does look like there's. Only three different. None of those letters were D. (laughs) (laughs) Please, let me get this out. There's three different characters in these different coded sequences that you can, you know, tell. They seem to be mixed up and in an order that the the code itself is probably only six characters long. Uh, Do you guys want to try your hand at figuring this out yourself as players? Or do you want to try and have your, your characters to it. You see these these coded messages? They they fit yeah. together like a, a puzzle. I mean, puzzle I'm, a, yeah, so I'm a big dummy, so I would prefer for uh, Nack to figure it out. But mm. My interpretation of this was, Alindra's not very good at skills, but sure, if that's what we want to do. But my interpretation of this was that the that those like squarey looking things are pixelated and yeah. so those would be symbols but they haven't come clear through clearly so we don't really know what those symbols are supposed to be that was my interpretation it's likely one of these three that you've already seen i, I will say in this first one that you got handout number three there are two blanked out and on the other two there's only one blanked out that yeah that's sense? why i said question mark question mark for the last right, right, section right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So these fit together, believe it or not, kind of just like puzzle pieces. Do you have a, a as a guess as to kind of like the the order? Or I think you said you said one. Did, what what was your? Well, I was just listing them in handout one, two, and then three. What mm-hmm. the linear 
you know, sequence would be. But if they can then be switched up, then... Wait, so you said that handout number three has two? Does. Missing. There's two missing. So that that, that represents two. Are we we assuming there's no overlap with any of these? Well, there's on each of the, the code snippets probably four characters each but you're pretty sure that the the final one is going to be six long so likely there there is some overlap okay uh, wait i'm sorry did we is is there i'm confused <laughs> well so the maybe final, the, fi- the final code is six symbols long we have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve spaces that we're looking out between the three handouts so some of the sequences are have overlapping information so yeah, so uh, the puzzle pieces you know fit next to one another so you just kind of gotta figure out which which is first which is the middle piece and which is the the end so we know that it's only six long correct mm-hmm yeah, this, this puzzle is a is a is a fun visual one they've they've added to the AP. Probably doesn't translate too well to uh, podcast define terms fun. Besides describing them as D and so, C and, and what have you. I think it, it, it would make sense if the two missing in three were the were perhaps the Oh, I think I know it. I hold on. Oh go for it. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Go for it. Go ahead. I, I'm yeah. No, Rebecca. If you if you have a, I was just yeah, gonna yeah, go start. I was just gonna start shop talking a solution. But if you think you've pieced something together, throw out a code. So. Oh, I think I see it too. Yeah. I think that handout two comes first, and handout three overlaps it, so that the center yeah. side boob <laughs> matches yeah. with the first side boob <laughs> in handout three, <laughs> and then. Yeah. So we go two one three right. Yeah. yeah, and then the first handout, handout one, would overlap with the second. Or wait, yeah. So so it would. So the the first symbol in the second handout would be the second symbol in the first handout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Hold wait, on. no, no, no. Hang on, yeah. I, I got that. Back oh here, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Because <laughs> because no. I can't see the num the hand the handout number, and so because no, Patrick keeps moving yeah, around. No, I, I, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Agree 100. It, it's 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 circle X circle X Harry boob. Then then we overlap, and then we put in hand some of handout one to fill in that right. No. Right, right, yeah. So then, then it'll be three. Klingon ship circle X, <laughs> and then Harry boob. Right. Kind of like that. No, Patrick, what are you doing? No, because no. it's only six <laughs> characters long, <laughs> and we can't overlap these things. So we uh, we need to like line them up like one, two, three staggered, so we can look at all of them together. Or, I mean, well, which one are you saying is first in in the? What, what's the first symbol, guys? Can you move them so we can see the name? So we can see the numbers of each one of these. I think that only the, the one on the top left is number two, right? Okay, so that so that would be the first one, right? So it'd go symbol one, symbol two, symbol three, right? Mm-hmm. And then symbol three on handout number two would be both the first symbol on handout number three and the obscured symbol on handout number one. You're saying the uh, sideways. Uh, it looks like an eye to me, actually. It's yeah. like eyelashes. Sideways you're saying eye. that so, one is is the third symbol on the second, and 
which part of it is on the first handout? Uh, I mean, I that would mean that that would mean that that the one that you can see on this on handout number two would be the obscured symbol on handout number one. Sure. Right? So what what do you think the six digit long code is? No, I'm just going to draw it okay. on the screen. Can yeah, you guys just tell can, me what's can next? Can we pull I, handout number? Is this handout number two that's over here to the to, or handout the number one? one? Is a handout number two? Can we pull this over to match the first symbol of handout one with the second symbol of handout two? Kind of like that. Yes, but pull the pull handout I've three. Got I've got it. 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 There you go. That's, okay. that's it. We've just drawn it here. <laughs> oh, so what what do you think it is, Rebecca? We've got circle X's, uh, C's, and looks like the, on chips. the, the head yeah, so, dress that uh, uh, Scarlet Witch wears. Well, I've renamed them, but okay. A-A-D-C-A-D. So that's the Klingon ship is A. Klingon ship, Klingon ship. Mm-mm. No, rebel symbol. What are we referring to these as? I just, just know them as A A D C A D. I apologize that my wife does not know what a Klingon ship looks like. <laughs> I, I, I like work Rebecca's well with others. I work letters. well on my own. Uh, I'll come that, to you with the solution. Alindra's <laughs> got the code exactly here. Ophi's password yes. is indeed uh, circle X circle X. D <laughs> Magneto. I'll show uh, you like how I drew this out. So like C. how they overlap. Yeah, That's this made I was trying to figure out very little sense to me looking at. It, but I was like, oh, it's kind of a fun little handout code to to pass people. And indeed, this just did seem important enough that the leader of of the Bantered Resistance was trying to beam it to this this world seed or whatever it is this ship that that sent was sent away from from Jedirat a, a long time ago. And and you've cracked it. Cracked it indeed. Huzzah! Um, yeah, I, I think maybe that's part of the downtime activity you had in in heading back into the the packed worlds, getting back to Absalom Station. I think with your your drift drive, uh, that is only going to take two or three days. Getting getting back there as as heading towards the center of the, the known galaxy towards the, the star stone is a lot faster than the, the week or so it took you to get out here to Jedirat. Is there anything you guys want to do before you head out to Hib? You can communicate to Chiskis, you know, just over comms while in the flotilla around, but if you want to land on, on Absalom, there's, you know. There is one thing Adros would like to try and work on during all the downtime. Mm-hmm. So, and I think Patrick and I, you have talked about, you and I have talked about this a little bit is I would like to, or Dross would obviously want to keep using the Spear of Fates, but also upgrade it as possible as we go along the adventure. And so he would like to try and take some of the parts of the Sub-Zero hail cannon and incorporate into the Spear of Fates so that it is using that technology rather than the plasma caster that was originally a part of the spear oh i don't think we talked about that at all tyler you're springing oh. on this on me left no i was thinking upgrading the the, the weapon elements to to the next tier perhaps you're, oh you're just talking I about see. making a new weapon 
<laughs> I'm just talking. Yeah, I'm talking about like slapping out a caster and throwing in a throwing in a hail zero. I'm fine with either way Be- because the spear of fates is a, is a relic, and there's not like other versions of said relic yeah i I feel like it would be more like boosting the the weapon the current thing okay and maybe so let me see removing the curse that's on it i mean i don't know about that part so but let me yeah i guess what one of the things is and i'll have to look this this up off air probably is Mm -hmm. potentially upgrading one of those aspects and do you guys want to stop in at Absalom Station and do some shopping or, or anything I'd like else? to buy a jetpack. Oh. <laughs> Why? It's so crazy. There's sense. like a supply chain issue or something. They're fresh oh. out of all jetpacks and also We're any jetpacks. in the canal. Yeah. <laughs> the space canal. Any jetpacks that your teammates have are also incompatible with your armor for whatever reason. It's so weird. Uh, no. no, you guys have a, a number of UPBs to spend as well as some some credits as well. And Absalom is the place to get access to tech. And if you want to stop in on the Starfinder University, you can as well. Putting down the the Drift Rider and surely a private Feldspar Co. hangar bay, you can get back to the the gritty, metallic, burnt smell of the the station, and you know walk through the streets of this mega city past the green center jewel of, of Jatembe Park and onto, you know, Blue Rise Tower, past the, the, the largest tower here with floors dedicated to Feldspar Co. and, and Quindar Inc. You know, having taken over the the defunct astral extractions level after it went belly up from lawsuits and, and fines. And then and, and also everyone just thinking that it was named astral connections for some reason, like they just couldn't, <laughs> totally they couldn't get their branding. Right. <laughs> I'm uh, like pretty like extractions, like just looked like connection on like the logo, the blast from the past, but I'm miss Cleo, miss space Cleo of astral <laughs> connections. Let me tell you your fortune. Oh, I figured it was a dating app. Is it not a dating? <laughs> nice uh, nice spender as you're you're walking along the the wine avenues here uh you see walking up to you a large contingent of hooded figures that seem to materialize out of of nowhere that their head a alone figure a single hooded jacket you haven't seen in some time though perhaps andis has it is clara 247 flanked by a number of the devotees of the the founding 19. And as you approach her, she says, to be continued. That's that's a terrible conversation opener. (laughs) (laughs) Clara. And to be continued. And also with you. (laughs) She takes a phone call. (laughs) So with you. Uh, that's going to do it. Seven be continued. It feels, it feels good to have the crew back on Absalom. I was like, eh, you could skip this if you wanted to, but there's always some some good markets and things and fun to have. And we'll have it next time on the podcast, everyone. Sweet. Guys, thank you for playing with me. Thank, thank you. you thank you. Oh, you're the best. Listeners, thanks for listening. And we will catch you next time on Cosmic Crit. Did it again. <laughs> Jabert, oh, hey. you, yard, you yard, so I yard. I was just like, oh, we're yarding. They yard. We just, we stumbled into the best.
uh, <laughs> podcast outro. My milkshake brings the boys the yard. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I was just gonna make that joke. <laughs> Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.